0: down in Georgia, there
1: lives a strange collection of people, but the tie that binds them is WrestleMatch, and they love to sit around and talk about it, and that's what they fixing to do, Georgia Wrestling History proudly presents the WrestleMen,
0: a whoop cast.
1: We got Shane, Brian, Bill, and two bats. We got a
0: grandpa, too.
1: an old foot and shard. Yes. You know they finna get right. It's the wrasse of me. They talk about wrestling. Right. going to be a very lazy edition of the Russell You're saying it because it's all black. You damn right I am, Brian. <laughs> We're starting 15 minutes late. Um, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> I was just on the phone with a white woman. So yeah, it's going to be a very lazy episode of the Man. I'm Matt. That's Grandpa. That's Brian. I think Brian and I would be 100- We're the only ones who are 100 percenters on this. I think Brian and I have done this every go around. And there's shard. I ain't seen Jeter in what seems like forever, at least on this podcast. And um, we're gonna start right in on his big ass because we've gotta get a blasphemy from you, my friend. I need to know a position that you hold about wrestling that you think that all the rest of us are gonna say, blasphemer, get out, devil man. Stoically staring into space. The Um, words. I don't even know right now. I I feel like you've got a lot of them. I feel like just any opinion you hold (laughs) is going to be (laughs) considered blasphemous by the rest of us. (laughs) Uh Uh Just taking his time selling more. He prepares. Well, give him an example then. My example was... Give him a new example. Oh God, do I a new blast for me? Um, I mean, it's been what three, four weeks. Well, <laughs> I know
0: really you got new no opinions.
1: I got well, I got some old ones I probably hadn't given yet. <laughs> um, um, talked about Dolph Ziggler. Talked about Adam Cole. Um, um, oh, here's one that will be unpopular. Um, Roman Reigns is the right dude. It's the way to go. They're doing it. You're just trolling now. I'm not. I promise. I'm not trolling. <laughs> I promise. This is this is something I've been thinking about over the past few weeks. That like now that they finally pulled the trigger, um, I think he's the right guy. I think sticking to their guns is the right move. Um, based on. Based on the fact that he's the most marketable, based on the fact that he's moving merchandise, based on the fact that they've always had that guy, or they've always had a position for a guy like that as their top dude, I think that sticking to their guns was the right move. And if it doesn't work, then it's not their fault. It is. It just means that the world around them has changed. Um, and I think it changed for the worse. I think the the reaction to Roman Reigns by the vocal minority is... Not something the WWE should worry about. They should just push forward with their plan. There's a blasphemy for you. <sighs> uh, tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm the devil. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I'm going <laughs> to say that could have worked for any one of those shield guys. Bro, no, no. I think so. Rollins was the dude for a while and it didn't. He's not Roman Reigns Dean Ambrose is not Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns He's fucking gorgeous <laughs> Um eh? <laughs> The ladies love Cool Roman They That's, love damn no. Rollins too Also Rollins ethnicity And the revival Rollins has an Do I have to bring up the revival Just fist me son. <laughs> That's one person One person wanted a fisting from the revival Did you see the woman around her They always nodding their heads <laughs> I just, but he's. You can put that dude on anything, and it will sell stuff to people who don't typically watch wrestling. The people that watch wrestling, yes, they, we don't need to sell shit to them. There is hours of me complaining about the WWE product that I have recorded, but yet I still spend money. I, I pay my network bill every month. I will probably go to an event or two. You know, if I get ready to go to Mania, I'll go to Mania. They're going to get my money. They're going to get everybody's money who complains about it all the time. Nobody's going to stop. No, what I'm saying, no, I'm saying they're not. (laughs) That Roman is Roman doesn't matter to those people whose money they're already going to get. They got to get that new money. We got to get new money, and these kids need somebody to get behind. So the two hook this them last night. That's man. why this is fresh no. on my mind. No. No. <laughs> Shard, that is an example of a blasphemy. And while I know you want to say something about my blasphemy, I will give you an opportunity to loop back around, but I want a new blasphemy from you. Here's another one. Samoa Joe's pants are ridiculous. Hey, oh. Get better trunks. His trunks are ridiculous. I am just trolling now. I'm just trying to get short angry. Um, you're not wrong. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't go back to his old biker shorts. Because I, I something a, I don't know. I got what a feeling was. that's what they kind of wanted from him. Yeah, like, just yeah. That look. I would like him just to come out like he just got off work. Like I'd like to see him like a delivery <laughs> man's outfit. <laughs> <America. laughs> You mean like the eighties like referees? You got off Models on I'd like Joe to come in with a with uh, some kind of delivery man shirt with the patch name tag on it that just says Samoa on it. Because <laughs> Tuesday night on SmackDown there were fans just chanting Samoa at him as if it was his first name. So now that's all I want. I want him in a blue. I don't know what material. Shard what, what kind of material is that that like a UPS or a FedEx man shirt is? Nylon tweed. nylon tweed. I want him a nylon tweed shirt on, with a patch that just says Samoa, and some khakis that are like half a size too small and half an inch too long. <laughs> That's what I want from Samoa Joe. Just look the part. Wasn't that Cabana's like part of his entrance gear? Yeah, when like he still wears like the cut off shirt. Uh, like his, his is more like a mechanic shirt. Yeah. I want Joe in an ill-fitting nylon tweet. Maybe like he's a postman. <laughs> Maybe that's what I want. Oh. Postman Joe always delivers.
0: Finish route and <laughs> he finishes
1: route. Like- he comes in hot. <laughs> Fishtails his mail truck at the top of the ramp. Jumps out like, ah shit, did I miss my spot? <laughs> like mail falling out of the truck and Joe just has to run down. He's constantly apologizing. I'm sorry brother, I was I want Joe. I want Joe to show up like half of an indie roster on a Friday night. That's what I want. He's still in his work clothes. All he's doing is apologizing to the booker. Brother, I'm sorry, man. He
0: can drop some mail off to the people in the front row. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I thought you'd be I'm here. I'm glad you be here. I got that's what I want Samoa
1: Joe to be doing. Joe always delivers. <laughs> there we go. Anything but those ridiculous, ridiculous boxing trunks. Shard, give me a blasphemy. <laughs> he's leaving me no choice but to say something bad about Undertaker. That's the only thing he's—that's the only ammunition he's left me—is to say bad things about Undertaker.
0: <laughs> he's got a match coming up with Triple H. Today. Oh my. All right, that'll
1: bring Shard in. Come on in. You don't have to give me a blasphemy right now. Just tell me what you think about Taker. H down under last time ever. Last time ever, I believe that's bullshit already. Surely, five it's years too late. <laughs> sure, <that's laughs> it's, it's, it's not the last
0: time.
2: Um, personally, I just think it's a match that they should have just let go at the end of air or hell in the cell match. But, uh this, this, that, this, this is a match that should have ended again, hell in the cell. Four or five years ago, whenever the case be, I mean, let it die.
1: said it in their promo Monday. We <laughs> got um, Brian and I have been arguing all week about whether that match was any good or not. I loved it. What the hell was it? Yeah. Match. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, Brian, on the other hand, thinks it's terrible because, you know. It's they Brian. didn't use the sale. It's perfect. They didn't use the cell They I mean, stayed in the ring
2: Like it was a one on one match What you gonna do With a dude With a bad hip And a dude Throw
1: that nigga through it <laughs> Shit That's what it's there for I'm just saying If you if you look at The hype of the hell In the cell The last thing you wanna see Is the two dudes Stay in the ring Which they did The entire time I mean they Wasn't were- there a lot of Chair using that match though Yeah they threw the chair At the cell That was the most action the cell
2: saw. <laughs> But even with that, you're trying not to have a repeat of the year before.
1: Yes, as where when, literally. As much as, they, as much as
2: everybody wants to say it was a work, yeah, that's something. That went well,
1: out. they had to put him on a flat
2: band and wheel
1: him out of there.
2: And don't get me wrong. I think it was I, part of it was a work, but the other half of it, that's something that something was hurt. I think he was hurt
1: and and feeling that. I think he felt that match pretty good. Um, but but yeah. you're saying he's too... Out of shape where well, he can't just grab Triple H by the head and let Triple H goes through the side of the cell on his own? No, what I'm
2: saying is you got you got your most senior performer and... Senior performer. Senior
1: my ass. <laughs> Nigga, use the cell. That's
2: all I'm saying. Use the cell. If you're going to do it, use it. You got your most senior performer and you got one of your executives in both open brussels once a year. You don't, trying don't have not it. to kill but one of the two.
1: Don't use. if not both. Do not use it as that end zone net to keep the <laughs> from going. The maybe. Audience. Maybe that's the story <laughs> they were telling. Brian is the sale was there to protect the crowd from us, oh, it not was. the other way around. There was, a mo- there was a moment in that match where Undertaker <laughs> just threw the chair and lopped it. It went to the high part and hit the cage. I'm like, if the cage wasn't there, that would have hit somebody in the damn crowd. Well, is that br- that, can, that gets us to Hell in a Cell's the next pay-per-view, right? Yeah. Um, I know. It, that's been beat to death about whether they should do it or they shouldn't do it as far as having it be a gimmick. Um, the sale was originally designed to end a feud. You know, it was a crazy blood feud. This is how the thing ended. Um are we past the point of being annoyed by the fact that just we know once a month or once a year we're going to get a thing where there's a hell of a sale on this specific date and we know we have to build, we're, we know that they have to build stories up to that? Or is that still annoying to everybody? I say building right. I think it's too close to SummerSlam. Like, this should be probably the October. Well, it used to be in October. Yeah. Um, and that feels that feels more right. It's spooky. Ooh, it's, it's, it's hell in the cell. Sp- it's not even the There's spooky There's a ghost part. in the cell. Because like you just said, it's supposed to be, it's used for a blow off. Yeah. Yeah. And let's use AJ and Joe. They yeah. just started at SummerSlam. And... They might be in the sale for the second <laughs> it match. It feels like that's the sale match. What? Um, that's what it feels like. Right. And God help us if it's Brock and Roman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna put that out in the universe. But it feels. It feels like it should have been first match at SummerSlam. Something in the middle, and then, then so hell are that's, that's not wrong. Um, but. And so the the reaction that a lot of people have that like is is you know oh it should be used for blow off overuse they can't use blood all that but then I think back you know war games happened at the same time Great American Bash happened at the same time when they would do war games all the way through they did a war games every night on that tour um, so it wasn't like that they that this isn't new like you knew you had to build to a war game match so the, the point of the the discussion I'm trying to harbor here is. Do we all is it always been the case with wrestling that whatever's going on right now, we think is dumb and we think we forget how how they did the same things over and over and over and over and over. And what why do we do that? Like why do we just decide that well this is dumb now? It must have been better before. No matter when before was to well, us. It's it's not about us, it's just the age where everybody has to have an opinion. But then they, they wanna be they wanna be heard and they wanna feel right. Is that and then it's also
2: they venting them when they start producing those documentaries. That's what I say, when they start producing those documentaries, they pull way too much of the curtain back. Yeah. And once you pull the curtain yeah. back and you kill the mystique, it doesn't no matter what you did before. Okay, they, okay. okay. That's
1: it. interesting. That is interesting that you're saying that when we were sorta of under the ether, you know, before you before the curtain is pulled back and, and that happens at different times for everybody, even though you know, you, you well. We'll put it this way: when they took the emotion out and start putting logic in, yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, but even you know, no matter no matter when you start being a wrestling fan, when you start, you don't believe that it's fake. There's nothing in you that believe, and it doesn't matter if it's you, grandpa, back when it was still at the carnivals and. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. When, when Tootsmont and fucking Ed Strangler Lewis and those guys were, were breaking in, whether it's me you know, in the Hogan era, uh, whether it's Jeter and Brian in you know the Attitude era, more closely, it doesn't. When you first start, it's real, and right. then at some point you you learn what the business is, and you either stick with it or you say it's dumb or whatever you do. Um, but so your the point Jeter's making is like that they, they pulled it back too far, so now we can know too much. So a kid in the '80s, even when, even when he found out the business was fake, he still didn't know enough about it to really it ruin his whole experience right. forever. Um, and then I guess it gets to that thing that wrestling, the primary wrestling audience is always going to be males who started somewhere I don't know eight, you know, maybe before somewhere between five and eight you probably is when you first get into wrestling if you if you're if you're a lifer, I think you probably got into it back then. And so does it serve the same role as like we do with music? Brian, have you heard any record in the past five years that you really think is better than the first mastodon record that you heard? no is there Is there a band that is new in the last? Ten years is better than Rage Against the Machine. Oh, damn, it's hard. <laughs> but like, that's hard. I'm going to say no. Say, Grandpa, um, when you heard ragtime for the first time, when you heard the first <laughs> Scott Joplin <laughs> opposition <laughs> that you ever heard. You're going way, <laughs> way, <laughs> way, <laughs> way better. No. Nobody's ever been better than Earth, Wind & Fire, right? No. <laughs> no. Shard? No. Um, anything ever we Top know. Shot A? <laughs> anything ever Top Shot A? Prince, my brother Prince. I, got what, brother. You, I know. I just, I'm just trying to get you angry. I can work with you when you're angry. You have him <laughs> all over. But the place. yeah, but and yeah, and then and then there's me who like for me music is is a different thing. And I'm, I promise I'm making a point, not just rambling. But like I'm a person that is constantly. I don't want to be. I don't ever want to think that I'm I'm done finding new music. I saw a stat the other day that said. 29 is when you reach musical paralysis. Like, that is that is the last time that you will actively seek out new music and be able to sort of adopt it. Um, I'm, I'm different than that because I'm a musician. I'm deep into all sorts of different stuff. It's something that's important to me. But for the average person who just enjoys music like the average person should enjoy music, 29 is about where you stop. So what I'm getting to is, what is that age for wrestling? When it, what is it, and it's not necessarily an age as in uh, years old, but how long do you have to be watching it before you kind of hit your thing? Like, it will never be better than X. Um, th- does anybody have an idea of like when they hit that point? I, I still have. You <laughs> still? you So, okay, all right, now we're getting into it. So, yeah. So, See, you don't think you've hit it yet? I, I, I came to this realization not too long ago because it was like, just looking at like growing up with other people and like in elementary school and high school, like I hit a point well like everybody else hit a point where they was just like they was done with wrestling, yeah. they was done with cartoons and they was done with toys and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, no. But I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that you stop enjoying it. Because no, you still no. certainly enjoy music. I'm right. saying, do you think that anything will you'll ever see anything better than uh, I can't think of the thing that you might hold in the highest regard. Better than Edge and Foley in that fucking crazy-ass tables match. Like, do you think that you'll see anything that you hold up... Whatever your favorite match is of all time. Whatever it is. Do you think that there's a match out there that is yet to happen that will top it? I've seen... See, that's that's the thing. I've, I've seen, and I know I've seen matches better than that. But it's, it's just a, you You know it's better. You know they did more stuff. But I'm saying that you yourself will say... I think that this was better than Taker Michaels or or, you know, fucking uh Just, Wyndham Flair or, or whatever the thing is. That whatever the whatever your touchstone is for this is my high water mark. I can tell you right now, I don't believe that I'll ever see a thing that I enjoy more than Shibata Okada. I don't think it will ever happen. So I've hit what? wrestling paralysis. See, I think the problem with that is like you asking guys in wrestling. Well but that but yes that's but that is the that is the point is like I don't think I don't think that that part of it is any different for us. I think even though we are in wrestling and we we view it very differently than the average fan does, I think that at the heart of it, the fact that we still enjoy the thing, I think we we all we all hit the same stride there. That there is a high water mark for all of us. And that once you hit it, then yes, you will continue to consume wrestling and you will you will enjoy it, but it will never strike you the way that some that at some point you hit your high water mark and the tide rolls back from there. Mm. Hmm. Clearly Jeters was <laughs> when Sting came to WWE, it was as good as it could get. I mean, he I was I, I know you're not agreeing with that because that was that was a bad that
2: was a bad I think moment. I did it
1: guys I think I figured it out that was a bad come on
2: for the style of professional wrestling I like it'll always get better because it, 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 the style of professional okay. wrestling I like has always been based in actual combat
1: sure sure so,
2: yeah for, for me when you when you see when I got to see Taker Angle from No Way Out 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you add in him and Joe. You go back and you start adding in Shibato Okada. Right. Uh, uh, Suzuki and...
1: Anybody. Saw, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suzuki and a uh, fucking luggage. <laughs>
2: but then you got... You have matches like Angle versus Huji uh, Nagata. Right, All right. Like, oh. Yeah, that's true. Really so, for, for me... Uh, as long as you got guys that can still have the the tradition of the tradition of combat and put it in a, a storytelling way. I... I okay, I, I
1: no, that's it. that's fair. Um, okay, let me. So that is, but that is the wrestling side of you talking. You know, that is the person who can appreciate the art as much. Do you think emotionally you will ever be? There'll ever be a time where you where you are wrapped up in it like you were uh for uh fucking taker michael's too and i don't mean like i don't mean like storyline stuff i don't i don't really mean it like that i'm just saying that we all attach some emotion to something whether it's oh man i want samoa joe to win the wwe title cuz i've always loved him and i'd like to see him in that spot whether it's you know styles or whether it's man I would like to see what would happen if that's. We have some emotion that we attach to it. Do you think it is possible for you to get emotional about a thing a thing that happens in the ring again? Uh, I think
2: uh, I don't know, man, because I said so much of my my emotional wrestling horse on Taker for so long. Right, right, right,
0: right. There. Yes, so yeah.
2: It, 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 it depends. If I can find somebody that I can put that investment in,
0: because
2: mm-hmm. uh, I think the closest thing I may I may have to it possibly Joe, yeah. But I think if with Joe is more so it's more so the it, it's not necessarily the emotional aspect of it. It's just more so
1: I see a lot of me a lot of myself with Joe. Yep. So yep.
2: So I, yeah, I think that'll be the closest. So yeah, thing. that
1: is that is your uh, yeah yeah. <clears throat> so, but that is a very specific thing, and and it is you you touched on what I was wanting to get at It's like it is hard to assign that emotion anymore for whatever reason, whether it's because we're in wrestling or because it's different or whatever. It is hard to muster up that thing of it is past just wrestling stuff and I care about this for you know, real. You know what it is? It's, uh, like I said,
2: they, they put, too much logic was put into it. Yeah, that's, like, you're not like, wrong. Truth, okay, we'll put it this way. Everybody hates, everybody for the, for the, better, the better part of 15 years, everybody hated Sam. Oh, yeah. he's still he's this. The reason why I worked work because no matter if he was a whether it was a grown man, little kids, chicks, he found some way to have an emotional investment, and that's the one thing truthfully
1: Reigns does not have. I, that's an accurate statement. He, he, he it was doesn't. an accurate statement. He yeah, that is the thing he's missing is for whatever <laughs> reason he hadn't been able to do the Cena thing and and connect to some regard because. I, what I think helps Cena we t- I talked about this a little bit last night is Even if you were tired of his act And you thought he couldn't wrestle him stale, He still saw all them burnt up kids And unless you're just a heartless asshole You can't watch him see them burnt up kids And not have some <laughs> level of respect for him
0: Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> because you <laughs> To the burnt up kids Exactly all the burnt up kids
1: All the kids want arson Big <laughs> Pause. Some of them kids was burnt up.
2: <laughs> I, had no, I think on that. In, 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 <laughs> it's oh, I think Reigns is the guy they're gonna in order to get that connection, they're gonna have to roll that that that's gonna be the one in order to put their emotion back in, they're gonna have to roll that, that curtain back on him. Yeah. The only time yeah. he looks like he's he has any form of human emotions when you see him with his kids. Well, teapot. I'm a little the, teapot. That's yeah. the only time outside yeah. of that. Even in the celebration when
1: you beat Brock, it looked like, okay, it, you're just going through motions. It, it did. It did. And, and that's a, we'll, we'll, I think we'll, we will get to that at a different day. Grandpa, do you think, and, and I don't mean like obviously because of what we all do and our, how we're about to go do here in a little while, there will be times where there will be people that we have met and we, like, I, if, if one of our guys got signed, Obviously, we'd be emotional and be happy. I'm not that. I'm not talking about right. that. That's a different thing. I'm talking about people you don't know. Is there anything in wrestling... Do you, where do you think that you kind of topped out on investment as far as this is a thing that matters to me um, past just a form of entertainment?
0: It just depends on the person. When I'm, they I'm put I'm that yellow paint it. on Tojo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on the person if... if. Somebody that makes me care, and yeah, if, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't found lately, mm-hmm. particularly, you know, somebody that made me care after yeah. watching. Or the ones that I do kind of care about, and I'm looking for. um What's his name? Um, Paulo. Uh, uh, Uha, Uha, U-ha, U-ha uh, yeah, nation. yeah, yeah. Nation, Nation. Paulo because yes. I've met him uh, and yes. I know him. If yeah. he, he would be one I'm emotionally tied to, but they're yeah. right now they're not <clears throat> pushing it. They tied with Titus, and it's kind of like. <sighs> but yeah. that okay, okay but no that's a, that's a very interesting point
1: though because realistically the thing has happened that we wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. He got signed, he's right. on TV, he's making a good living. Mm-hmm. That is from from our standpoint, that should be good enough. That's what we would hope for. Right. But because of wrestling, because it's stupid wrestling, right? And it's all ingrained in us. <laughs> we still um we still allocate I don't know this is not the wrong word we still correlate success with position on the card because even though we all know that his check is not going to change much whether he loses a match on raw or wins a match on raw it's not going to be done till he get the until right. he gets the title and the push that's when we think you've made it and and I'm not saying that we're right or wrong for that I'm just saying that that is a very interesting um that, that that happens with how we still consume wrestling even though we know the
0: whole
1: thing is a work we know all of that stuff like Jeter said they pulled it all back we know all of that but we still want our guy to not only have a job but to be doing well at the job and be basically being well on being at the top
0: I think it's a storyline because right now the the few that have him and Titus and um, whoever the few with it's kinda of like it's, it's it didn't, not doing anything. Not doing anything. Not doing anything. Yep. Do something that, that pulls you in. Yeah. Get a storyline that, that makes you want to see him yes do something. Yes. Do something. Yes. Yeah. And it, right now I'd love to see him turn on Titus and go after a belt. They, uh, yeah. they kinda of tease him. Do Monday. Yeah.
1: Right. Do something. Do something. And that is so weird that we all know that it's just that, that that him doing something or not doing something. Let, let's take away the fact that, you know, if he's doing something, he's more likely to keep his job. Let's take that out of the equation. Right. That's, you know, logistic stuff. But even, like, the doing of something is still as important to us as as the, the unlikelihood that a guy who, even though he looked great, the guy who had a, a, a bad knee injury, mm-hmm. a guy who really hadn't been wrestling that long, went out, got trained, went overseas, got noticed, got signed, went through NXT, got to the main roster. Mm-hmm. He didn't do NXT. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he, he was, was there. It was a little bit, but he was there. Is, but got that. to the main roster and we don't see that as the end of the story. Right. We see that as the beginning of the story right. because now we need you to do wrestling stuff too. What a weird <laughs> fucking concept that is I, and it's 100% right and I'm no better. You know, I'm, I'm the same way, but it is so crazy that that is still a part of our psyche because this fucking thing is like a virus. <laughs> and once you, you get guys, it, you got it.
0: Do something. Get something of the storyline.
2: Yeah. Just it's like my like grandpa, like I like I said, grandpa said, there's no emotional attachment. You know what made Austin great? The fact that. Every white dude with a beard and a My beard.
1: Goddamn
0: shit! I like that
1: motherfucker.
0: He tells that goddamn Vince what he thinks about his
1: ass. I wish I do that, that piece of shit down at the lumberyard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> same thing.
1: Same thing with Rock. Yep. Same thing with Sean. Yep.
2: Same thing with Take. When Take it. When it, it doesn't matter who you look at, no matter where you run with it, the emotional investment was there for him.
1: What are you giggling at? It's not the same thing with Undertaker. You tell me the Undertaker's at the goddamn mortuary is like Man. You know what? One day I'm gonna quit digging these holes these bottoms No what I mean by You
0: know
2: what I mean by that is
0: Oh goddamn!
2: But I mean, okay, we'll put it this way. <laughs> By the time Tech came in with 91? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Okay. At that time you had a you had a maybe a five year lifespan, 10 if you yeah. were good. So technically, before he went biker gimmick, he was on a downswing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once it switched, uh uh-huh. he became more relatable. Uh uh-huh. he became a biker guy. Yeah. Got he gave him a microphone. He started telling Vince what he thought, started punching Vince out. Reading out his career You're same thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's right like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes It's <laughs> the same It's the same man man Not that <laughs> understatement Just because the motherfucker is down at Thompson and Son Funeral <laughs> <laughs> And he is just running wires on a potty some bitch just keeps looking like Man, if I just had me a big-ass cool hat and a big tie, oh, man, I'd be I know what that guy's going through. <laughs> he, he's thinking about it like I do joke. God bless, dude. I know, man. I know how hard it is to be take. If I had to go prep a body all night, then I had to be in Cheyenne, Wyoming, the next day to wrestle fucking Hercules Hernandez. Oh, my God, this one suck.
2: <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, though.
1: No, I get you because Rock was the same way. Rock was... Back then, Rock was a black guy. <laughs> he was a black guy back then. And he was like, right. this dude is clean as shit. Mm-hmm. He talks shit. He's having a good time. Yes, he was certainly relatable. Um, Shawn Michaels, it is weird because I related to Shawn Michaels. Clearly, I'm nothing like Shawn Michaels. Shane Mark's the same way. Uh, Shawn Michaels was his guy, too. I don't know what it was about him, but we there was something relatable to him. Mm-hmm. You know what he came in in that era? That was in between
2: it was like him, uh, Razor, Triple H. They just they, everybody just wanted to be cool,
1: be cool. And they it, were it cool was, kids. They were cool kids. And with Shawn, it could be that because he really existed during the land of the giant times, that people who were not giants could just be like, okay, Shawn Michaels is yeah. not mm-hmm. seven right. feet tall, and Ray he can Mysterio. fight
2: Ray Mysterio, yeah, yep.
1: Billy Kidman. So all right, right. now we're getting I, into I something. Think you got to take Ray. Well, up. Brian is. Well, I started with you, but like. Do you, is there a high watermark For you emotionally Is there a, What was the last time You really gave a shit I don't know Have you ever gave a shit About anything uh, <laughs> <it's a child. laughs> child. Oh yeah I saw a here. <laughs> <laughs> no actually nine toes matching Russ Kingdom ooh, This past year ooh, yeah. Really I felt I wish worn. I knew it Because I've been all Over your punk Oh you knew You should have That <laughs> match too what, him and Jericho No No it was no, He just, was for the title Yeah Oh well, Okada went over. hmm. So, so I'm, we're going to look back to something that we just. But I, for me, is if if Shabbat ever wrestles again, I'll be a sliveling wreck. <laughs> I'll be <Brother> a. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now you see how I feel. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Your guy wrestled again, Shard. He didn't need to, <laughs> man. <laughs> He's wrestling again. He's wrestling again in a month. My dude stuck training jackasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In San Francisco. Now My guy got to go fucking put up Boom. a Joey Janela
2: every week. That <laughs> ain't a bad thing. It's just only bad when you see him with his Muppet
1: hat on. <laughs> it is. I don't like it when he's wearing the Muppet hat. I don't like it. So, but I think we hit on something that... And I'm, we're not the first to hit on this. I don't believe we've ever talked about it. Um, what is missing then from the superstars of today? And I don't mean just WWE... I mean all over because I don't feel I don't relate to anybody in the way That we just talked about all the young undertakers Who wanted to get out of that life and stop Digging holes all the Austin People who wanted to slap their bosses all the rock I don't relate to anybody like that And I don't see other people Doing it I don't I don't think It's nothing missing at all It's it's kayfabe and it's It's too much accessibility To everybody and like People put their lives out there Fair yeah People put their lives out there on the internet and you can just go and be like, oh, well, such and such is doing such and such such and such. Shouldn't that make them more relatable? No. No. It's too Listen, much. It, it's certain people like Bray that gets it right. He, 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 he tweets every now and then, but he doesn't tweet anything that's like, I'm walking my dog. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you Fair. want to see. At her, at, say what you want about Bray Wyatt, but with his gimmick, if you was the. Wake up in the morning, go outside and see Bray Wyatt walking the dog. You're just like, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> but, okay, well, let me counterpoint that with, like, I think Finn Balor, the way he does it, makes him much more relatable. Because if you just looked at Finn Balor at face value, with the leather jacket on, collar pop, fucking abs, ladies going crazy, you would think, oh, that that guy typically would be the arrogant heel. That's what that that look is. Mm-hmm. Could be that, but you see the dumbass playing with Legos and you know doing his dumb fin pose, and you're like, okay, well this guy's just a big goofball, and so again makes him more relatable to other dweebs. You don't agree that he's but, relatable to dweebs? All right, now now with Finn, he's a special case because he has two gimmicks. Yes. So like, Finn Balor and Lockjaw, I the think, best neighbor. <laughs> Now, if Finn, and again, social media is one thing, but you can do it and still do it right. Like Brady, for right. example. Now, if Finn was to be tweeting out all his whatever and his Legos and stuff, and then a tweet comes in for the demon. It's, it's just 666, girl, And then you'd be like, well, what the hell was that? And like, if it happens so every so often, you'd be like, Okay, I, I kind of get this. Uh-huh. I see what he's doing. It You can use it right and be successful and make people care more about it. But instead, all you get is hey, y'all, I got this new Star Wars Lego set. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay, well, look, take that part out of it. Like, we all have interests other than wrestling. Um, I'm a football fan, I'm, I'm into sports, I like women. I like women's. <laughs> Um, I like goddamn wizards and swords and shit. Um, so my point to that is, there should be somebody on the roster that I can relate to. There used to be that some somewhere in, in the various things that I'm interested in, or the various things that you kind of are as you grow up, there used to be a guy who you could pick up and say, oh, like we said with Austin, with the boys down at the lumberyard and, <laughs> and on the beer truck and that. But there's nobody for me to really relate to. Hell, there's not even a jolly fat black guy around anymore. At least back at, at least I fucking had PN News at one point. Dude that kind of looked like me, or Coco's a guy that looked like one of my uncles, so I could relate to that dude. Like I can't I don't see myself in anyone.
2: Right, let me ask you this question. How many how many of these gimmicks or characters are relatable now?
1: Well, that that's what's in none of them are. No. Yeah, no, they're all just dudes. That so that's my point. Though. Dudes it got, that I don't it like. Is, they're dudes
2: that I wouldn't hang out with. His well, his thing. It got like I said. It got to a point to where they started chasing one particular wrestler. Like nothing, nothing. The thing that made wrestling great was that it was a mesh of different things yeah. that worked. You know, you had the guys like you had you had guys that wrestled the same that wrestled similar in Guerrero mm-hmm. and Chris Wild. They Russell crap like Austin in Triple H. Right. Like now, everything everything's the same. same. That, that, then that then we the, yeah. And then when you find the guys that do have the mass success, it's the guys that, that are a slight big different. Yeah. Such as, you know, you got uh Steam, Joey Janela, uh, yeah, Joey yeah. Tinella, yeah. Uh Darby Allen. yeah, Things that are very different. Uh, if you go to WWE, if you have guys that, Joe Russell's like him, but he's different. He doesn't look like you're a fat man that can move.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, call yeah, what yeah. it is. You're a yeah. fat man yeah, that can Yeah, a big move. man that can go. Yeah. And I love Joe. But I don't relate to Joe because, you know. got <clears> some I don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't <coughs> relate to, to Joe just, with as much shit as Joe talk. You don't. Oh, no, I love that. it. I, relate. I do. Okay. Like Joe, Joe is a guy. It's those stupid <laughs> shorts. I talked about that already. It's those goddamn shorts. I never <laughs> wear that. If Joe came out in like some three quarter length shorts Maybe some Timberlands. Uh, maybe he had a cool ball cap on. That's a dude I can't fuck with. Because <laughs> I don't like when he puts his newsboy hat on, he looked too sharp in the back. I don't like that shit. I want Joe to be thug all the time. in uh, for life. <laughs> but Brian, you're a dude who you like metal, you like anime, you like uh, your stories, <laughs> you fucking uh, whatever that demon thing is you watch. There's no, and that's, that's a, not what I'm saying is, among this group, we cast a pretty wide net of interests and uh, backgrounds and uh, ages, and there's still nobody that all of us can point to and say, oh, that's my dude because I relate to him. And I think that that, in the large part, is why the emotion is out of it, too. All the things you said are accurate, all those things. But even if we knew all that stuff, if there was still just a dude who I felt like looked like me, sounded like me, was interested in the same shit as me, I, as far as the storyline—I don't mean the real dude. I mean like a guy that they're presenting to me in this way. And I'm not suggesting that we go back to a time where everybody had a side job and I don't want the dumpster or Dusty the plumber or any of that stuff. I'm just saying that there was a way to present guys That's that fit man. with each. <laughs> there was a fucking trash man. That's a different ball game um, altogether. <laughs> But there were a way to present these guys that you could, the, person, the, the personality or the persona that they portrayed, you could relate to it. Um, PN News was not even black, but they made, they dressed him up like a rapid light skinned black dude. I'm like, fuck yeah, PN News. I sleep under a blanket every night with PN News' face on it because that is the power of being able to relate to things in wrestling. As I said, it's gonna be a lazy podcast. It turned out not to be that way. Now we got to cut it short because we started late. But we still need a blasphemy. I don't have time, bro. We, we got to go wrestle match. We got we to gotta go to TV. Shard, do you have a blasphemy? Nothing. Nope.
2: I think I got about
1: you. I'm just gonna give one. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all what shards is. He doesn't want to say it. You know, it's women's wrestling. Thank you, Tiger Mask. <laughs> take us home. <laughs> The
0: post rush, but I can't help falling.